0: All right, hello, and welcome back to the Coach's Corner brought to you by the Endurance Lab, where you can join us, recap the week, and answer your questions from the forum. My name's Jason Flores, one of your Endurance Lab coaches, and today I'm joined by Ian Murray, Mitch Dingerman, and our nutritional therapist, Andrea Collin. And we have got an exciting week for you. Um, if you do not follow any endurance and i don't know how you couldn't um, we've got the iron man in kona hawaii happening this week and it's it's been a crazy week all kinds of posts happening um, lots and lots of buzz so we were hoping that we could spend a little bit of time for maybe some of those riders who are maybe just only cyclists or just a little interested into um, what iron man is and all about um, and hopefully talk to you about how that ties into some of the things that we do and how maybe one day can inspire you to maybe possibly become an Ironman. So um, obviously we've had some experience. Andrea's been there. We we follow this kind of every year. And even as a cyclist myself, it's very very exciting um, every year. Over the past couple of years that I've been working with Endurance Lab, um, so it's 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 been pretty crazy. Um, I think I wanted I wanted to start off kind of just talking a little bit about kind of what it was and how this all started because um, this is something that's just in you know into the 40 years of being around uh, you know we're talking about this starting in you know 19, 1978 1980 on the island of Oahu pretty much Navy born uh, you know whether good or bad you know from our <laughs> from our coaches here but started from essentially you know this rough water swim in Waikiki of 2.4 miles and this bike around Oahu at the time. Over, over those first couple years, um, and then uh, finishing up with a marathon. Um, it was moved to the Big Islands shortly after that, um, which is where it is now. Um, and now you're going to hear kind of those names of the open um, water swim in Kona Bay, and uh, the bike in Javi, in and then the marathon there. So that's kind of where it stands. That's like, that's, you're looking at 1980 to now. That's like, you know, a huge amount of time um, that, that this has been, been around and, um, and it's something that's this this huge spectacle and just shortly after 1980s when abc sports pretty much
1: picked that up and it's just become this spectacle from year to year so um well i mean i think even if you take another step back and think about in those years you've got an entire corporation an entire industry that really built up around what started as a bunch of guys yeah. wanted to see like who was the fastest at at all these three things yeah um i mean it, you know, there's a corporation that's traded hands a couple times that's got the branding, but then there's you know lots of community things. So it really is amazing what this kind of grew into.
0: Yeah. I mean I I don't I, I can look back at the numbers, but the numbers that have that have completed this sort of thing is, is just uh, astronomical, you know? And um the stuff that people go through. We're, we're not talking like the pros, we're talking about all the other hours. And you're talking about the fastest time oh, on part. the course is being seven out seven hours and like fifty-two minutes in the last two years. But there are people there for a day like what are the numbers are talking like 20 plus hours right guys like people are out there all day into the evening you know competing um you know completing this race so we were hoping to talk a little bit about um you know kind of uh training equipment nutrition people to watch out for that's hoping what we can look for have some fun with it um, we've got Ian on uh, it's it's been great andrea has been there so hopefully you get a little bit of consideration there um but yeah let's talk a little bit about um maybe kind of uh kind of where this is at, kind of what kind of training level people are looking at, and then we can kind of talk about what, what the pros are doing to kind of get an idea of what people are trying to do to get an edge. How about something
2: like that? Well, I would tell you that everyone who's going is either already well-trained or ain't going to get any better. Yes, yeah, so this is true. <laughs>
0: I mean, This is a long time coming. People, people, you know, this is like a whole year's of worth coming, I feel like, of you know, planning, right? This is not just a whim, I feel.
2: Oh yeah, but you know, one of the interesting things is uh, is people when they get that A race and they're so focused on it, they'll overtrain themselves into a not peak. Oh yeah. Uh, which is I think for some of the pros is probably more common than even for some of the age groupers cuz this is the big ticket. I mean, if you can mm-hmm. go a top 5 at uh at Kona, then I mean, that's that's a career maker. Oh yeah. Then you you have a lot of sponsors and if you hit the podium, um, you're, you're good for the next couple of years and you're you're billed as a contender, uh, just on that. Yeah. And I mean, and then,
0: and then there's the conversation I came across a couple, um, in the last week about, you know, in, in the past couple of years, it's kind of a run up. Like, you know, Mm -hmm. the, the final four finishers, typically the next year I've, I've been watching that, like the next year they come up winning, you know, like that's in the last, what, 20 out of 23 races that's kind of nuts. Like it's not a one or two done. It's like three, four years in the building of getting closer and closer to making this happen. It's, it's so, so based on that, I know who's going to win,
1: but I'll (laughs) I'll save that for later.
0: (laughs) It looks like, uh, Andre's going to get us back signed on here, but, um, yeah, (laughs) I think, I think there's a lot of people taking a, taking a different approaches here, right? Ian? they're not all doing the same thing here.
2: So, yeah, so what's interesting is, you know, years and years ago, everyone followed the same the same yeah. thing of spend, spend your time in Boulder or San Diego mm-hmm. and then head to Kona and do six weeks uh, or eight weeks in in Kona area. Um, a couple of the past uh, past winners used to go to Kona and basically spend the entire month of September and part of the month of August uh, back in the Tim to Boom days. Mm-hmm. And Peter, Peter Reed used to spend 45 days before Kona in Hawaii, just in isolation uh, up there in Kona training. Yeah, I mean, guys were, those guys were good, and they're amazing, but if you look at what, they're, what they did compared to, you know, what the guys like Dave Scott and Mark Allen did and what guy, what you see Jan Ferdano and, and uh, Daniela Reef doing now, mm-hmm. I mean, everyone has different ways of doing it, and so if you look at some of the players right now, we've got uh, Tim and Rennie go train in, in Kansas, near Kansas City, or near Lawrence, Kansas, um, they hang out with the Jayhawks out there because <laughs> they like they like the there's not a lot of distractions out there. There's some rolling hills. There's a lot of wind, which yeah. may play in this yeah. year. Um, trust me, there's a bunch of wind in Kansas all year round, all the time. It's never not windy yeah. uh, unless it's snowing. Um, and then you have a, a number of the athletes this year have gone to Maui instead of Kona.
1: And there's a number of reasons
2: for that. Um, some of it's because to get away from all the busyness that's in Kona, but the Kona pool is under renovation right now. Uh, so, so there's no pool to swim right by where most of them would stay for Kona. So you can either do open water swim where you have to drive about 25 or 30 minutes to a pool. Well, they just went to a different Island. I, it's, it's a technique. Um, and, and frankly, Maui and Kona probably have similar, uh, conditions. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I mean, just getting into that heat, that humidity, I think is what we hear about every single year mm-hmm. and it's just different. Like we were just talking about earlier, the last year there was very little to no wind affecting the courses, but the times weren't crazy fast. But I mean, this year we're looking at you know it it may be pretty pretty rough from what it looks like, right?
2: Yeah. So this this year right now it's showing uh, gusts up to fifty miles an hour, so five zero miles an hour. That's, that's a that's pretty significant. Mm-hmm. And so for the folks who are who are just cyclists, if you look at those are the kind of things you see in the spring classics. Mm-hmm where you see quick steps so we're putting an echelon together and absolutely now you're looking at a race that is more or less individual effort, no drafting, uh-huh. except within the you know parameters of what's legal. And uh and that's gonna cause some big problems for guys who are not good bike handlers or that some of the smaller riders who are just like Patrick Longay who is he's a whippet, you know, he's a fast, fast runner, but he's not very big. So the wind's gonna take an effect on him. Um and it's gonna it's gonna affect their equipment choices. Uh, Lionel Sanders just put out he's not going to roll a 90-millimeter uh, front front wheel mm. because he couldn't handle it in the wind, which is – I've, I've been there. I used a Zip 808 a front wheel in yeah. Ironman, Texas, and it beat me up. It beat me up all I, day. I just can't imagine that much
0: fighting the whole time. You know, <clears throat> just like it's nuts. Yeah.
1: Now, now, are they able to forecast that far ahead or – is it still just a like crapshoot as far I mean, I, like I live in Michigan where we can't forecast weather for 12 hours. So <laughs> do they have some certainty with the winds on, on the weekend or is it still up in the air? I mean, based on weather patterns, there, there's a little bit of certainty.
2: Um, it can shift around, but it's not going to go from being 50 today to, to flat calm tomorrow without right. having some indication. So you may see some change. I mean, that's always possible depending on how strong of a front moves through. But right now the projections are you're gonna have a pretty windy day, and that's for this time of year. That's the norm. Remember, the last two years it hasn't been the norm.
0: Yeah, is not. I'm I'm pulling up weather now, and starting Thursday, it's showing. It's actually showing rain and 80, 88 degrees. It's it's gonna be pretty crazy. There was some. There was a little bit of rain last year, but not anything to really chat about. But I yeah, it's 40% rain right now. Oh man, that's nuts.
2: Yeah. And these poor these poor folks, I mean, it's even it's rain, it's not gonna be necessarily cool. No. It's gonna be hot and wet. Yeah. And now you now your shoes are all just sopping wet before you start. Oh man, that's tough. So
0: I mean, you're talking about people coming from all different places. You were talking people in even like training like in Europe, kind of how like we see our, you know, cycling pros do just to get mm-hmm. that really big basin, you know, get that work in because that's a lot of what happens during this race. We've seen so many changes and so many catches happen um, during that time in last year's. I mean, we spent the time watching it kind of throughout the day together, and it was an exciting bike, I feel like, last year, just seeing things happen, you know, both in the men's and the women's race, right?
2: Well, what I I find really interesting is that you have have a couple things going on. Some of the athletes choose to get to Kona or Maui or or get that traveling done out of the way. Uh And uh, Kinley talked about it in the interview he did was that, if you it's you either stay where you are and train all the way up until you fly, but then you risk getting sick because you had a training block. Now you're flying in that, and then you have to just get there and get ready. And mm-hmm. flying 25 to 30 hours or traveling 25 to 30 hours is pretty rough on the body. Um, and then at the same time, you don't want to get there so early that you're you're burning yourself up doing yeah. another big giant training block there. Yeah, um, but you also. So, if you're going to do that, you have to get there in plenty of time to build some, to have a build and rest and taper. Um, So, there's this fine art of figuring out what works for everybody. And everybody's a little different. We talked, Patrick is in the Woodlands, Texas. Now, let me tell you, it's hot and humid in the Woodlands, Texas. Yeah. It is really hot and humid in Woodlands, Texas. So, he's going to be fine in that. Um, But at the same time, has he been training in the wind? There's not a lot of hills in the woodlands. Yeah. Um, you know, it, look, the guy's won Kona flat out two times in a row, so yeah. he knows better than me, obviously. Right. Um, but the conditions of the day are going to be significantly different. Yeah. So we'll, we're going to see what happens. And I think one of the pieces of this that's going to be interesting is how is the wind going to affect the water?
0: mm that's interesting like you know it being choppy being tough okay yeah you're looking at you're looking at anywhere from 10 to 12 miles per hour at least this you know six or seven days out but on the bike like on javi you're looking at 22 23 miles per hour on that day just looking just now right if we were if we, that's that is significant that's how fast a lot of people ride you know what yeah, I mean that, does, that doesn't sound like any fun to me <laughs> and the bike
2: handlers the bike handlers are going to be are going to be much better at this than the, the non-bike handlers so right. One of the arguments is training indoors on platforms like Zwift is better because you can do much more concentrated, focused training without having to deal with traffic and lights and things like that. Yeah. Well, the negative is unless you're riding your rollers, you're not doing a lot of bike handling. It's
1: true. Um, this is true. And, well, but even on your rollers, I mean, if you're not in the wind, I mean…
2: Yeah, right. I mean, exactly.
1: it's it's – I don't know if you can really – I mean, can you even… Train for that, unless you get yourself in like some kind of like a wind tunnel, right? You, you can't train on a stationary rollers or anything for wind and what that's going to be, right? It's the gusts. It's the, it's like we were talking before, it's how much effort and energy you've got to put in your upper body and your core trying to maintain that bike as you uh, battle the wind. I right, so what I do when I ride my rollers is I have my wife
2: come up there and randomly push me.
1: Right, she hits you along <laughs> with a pillow, right? A weighted pillow. And
2: when I say I have her do that, she just does it. I think she thinks it's good training. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, <laughs> yeah you're right. so it's gonna be interesting um you know you look again like lucy charles she trains a lot indoors on Zwift. a lot of indoor time but then she also goes out and spends some time on Monzarote, which is known for its wind and heat so does that give her a benefit but then you have the animal daniela reef who i think eats souls for her meals yeah and the the weather gods don't apply to her somehow i i've never figured that one out she's like oh i race really well in the cold and the heat and the humidity and the dry and pretty much any condition because i'm an animal me. i mean that's what she's
1: i mean she's just a she's a racer uh, she doesn't see obstacles just opportunity maybe well i think that's obviously like last year and i know we're jumping around a little bit but i was just thinking right you know so so lucy's gonna go out on a fast on a swim again but remember last year um Daniella right she got stung uh, by the jellyfish and so she kind of slowed up for a little bit she's still i mean as disheartening as it had been for Lucy I mean I don't know what to say I mean I I I I always root for like the underdog um mean, has a joke you could probably say about my school right now but uh um but I don't know how on the on the women's I don't know I don't know how you pick anyone else so
2: yeah well, I that Lucy Charles has bought has bought a shark and is going to release it in the uh at the female pro start line. <laughs> she's going to she's going to Danielle on the back with some fish blood. So it hasn't been, from what I understand, from what I've seen, a big equipment change year. At tech. Yeah, I think you're going to see some updated power meters. So the thing is, you're going to see new stuff at Kona that we don't get to see, until, and that's from the state. Um, I think we're going to see a little bit of that. But I think that there's going to be more – the equipment changes this year are probably be more tech-based by actual hard equipment because that it's kind of cyclical. It doesn't happen every year. Uh, I think we'll see more folks out there with disc uh, with disc brakes we have mm. in the past, I think that's gonna be a, a change for you. Um I think we're gonna see some of the newer helmets that are out there. Um you know that especially with the with the winds. I think we'll probably see fewer of the giant head sails uh, because of that. Um so yeah it'll be it'll be interesting. I am looking forward to seeing that. Um, but like I said I had not a lot of not a lot of new tech has come out or has even been hinted at usually Ray Maker gets a lot of that kind of before shadowing. Right? Yeah, and, 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 and his,
0: his radar has been power meters and 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 uh, smart bikes. <laughs> I feel like yeah, it's, it's well. pretty much the, what they've been talking about from Eurobike is all e-bikes and smart bikes.
2: I was gonna say that might be the new tech that's
1: out there. Is
0: the, <laughs> yeah, uh, the e-bike. <laughs> oh man, I guess I guess yeah. that that would be kind of a crazy place for Trat I mean, cyclists cycling has been plagued with the uh, you know with motors and stuff. I I, don't, I it would just be a bad place to see it come to this sort of thing, you know. But, you know you never know you never know you know
2: all right so as we look as we start looking at who who we think is our, who we think are our favorites i want to go to tryrating.com here yeah yeah and and this is what i want to cover real quick here are the odds for this year sebastian keenley is 24% chance of winning lange has a 20% chance and Lionel sanders has a 17% chance
1: yeah. those are the
2: favorites yeah. and then tim don Um, who I didn't actually see on the start list, but maybe he is. So that's why he's a long shot. (laughs) Yeah. I think Ian could be a long shot in that case. He hasn't registered yet. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So I'm going to go with the fact that he's not on the start list, that he's probably not a favorite. Um, Three days ago, yeah. Hmm. Go ahead. Yeah. And Nelson? Yeah. Um, Yep. Yeah, and a couple others that are on there, but the the one I wanted to point out was relief is only a sixty percent. Um, I kind of would have put her up there, favorite wise, like the Nicolas Maduro, Kim Jong Un election result favorites, uh-huh, like ninety nine percent, ninety eight percent.
0: That's pretty high. Yeah, it had to be realistic, but I totally understand. Man, that that's nuts.
2: Yeah, but um, but I think that's I think that's what's important is. As, as amazing of a women's field women's field as we have, it, there's a clear, separate favorite, whereas everyone likes to call Ferdano the GOAT, the greatest of all time,
0: yeah. which
2: he's got 70.3 Kona and Olympic gold medals, um, but he is not as dominant in the men's field as Reef is with the women's field.
0: Yeah, but she's he's got fast times across the board. I mean, if you're looking at, you know, the participants and their histories, you know, he's got an expected time of almost a minute faster than Keenley, right? And that's yeah, that's kinda crazy. I mean, I'm looking at this field is a strong field. They're talking hundred two percent of the typical Kona field. And this top ten is phenomenally fast. You know, literally talking minutes faster than the rest of the groups here. And that's and that's and that's really fast for this for this group. So
2: Yeah. So I wanna I wanna before we start going to predictions, I want Andrew to pipe in on one thing here because this is <laughs> what I well this is when I talked about with uh, with Seth who my you know my my athlete Seth who's gonna go do Patagon man yeah. you know talking about eating in the cold. But yeah. Lionel brought it up in his, his uh, video latest video about eating in the wind.
0: Oh, okay, okay.
2: That's so interesting. Heat in the wind and what happens now when you can't eat because you can't take your hands off the bars. Yeah, oh my gosh. So how does that change things? What say Guys, you do? I'm
1: going to have to answer this moving because we had a storm. Can you hear me okay? Yes, yes,
0: yes. Yeah, you're yeah, fine. You're good. You're good.
1: Okay. So my Wi-Fi got knocked out and I'm on a phone that's dying um, because we had a storm that came up from the Atlantic. So I think that's why the internet is gone. Um, so eating in the wind. I think you need to have the food as close to you as possible. Um, yeah. Would when, when, you have to go to all liquid? I feel I mean, like. Uh, she said. Oh,
2: losing
0: okay. Andrea. We're losing Andrea just a little bit. Hold on. Um,
2: because
1: they
2: and she said you can't hear me. Can you?
0: There we go. I think I think you're
2: right there. Don't <laughs> All right, I think we got you back. Mm. Um,
0: um, It's tough. So yeah, Mitch had mentioned maybe going more something that was uh, that you were able to reach to. Um, She'll we'll have her back. So we'll we'll come back to that. But some of our some of our thoughts would be: Could you could you put that much food in between hydration? Just um, from in between the bars, it would be right. And that's what we're thinking. Um, and a pe- a lot of people are putting all kinds of stuff in th- through the couple hours they're on the bike. It's
1: maybe, nice. maybe you go back to the old line. Uh, didn't Lionel try this one time? A, a camo but yeah, so that's
2: that an option because a lot of people put their, their main yeah. nutrition right. in that mm-hmm. front. Mm-hmm. But I will tell you riding like this, trying to do something like this <laughs> yeah. after, is pretty easy to do. when there's not a lot of wind. Yeah. Right. Not so much when there's a lot of wind. But even more so, if you're not a really strong bike handler and
1: those gusts of wind come by, it, it's, it's, whew. it's not. But I mean, I, and I'll say, cause I hadn't ridden with a Camelback in a long time and I did that gravel race early this year. Yeah, I remember I that a Camelback oh. and that's not even, I mean, I don't even think that's that easy. And then I can only imagine the heat and humidity and having that on your back for hours, four hours Yeah, just be miserable. Um, I'm not sure what, what the answer is there.
0: I, I think what yeah, we're so, going to see is a lot of people kind of break. Like, cause they're either will not get enough nutrition and we're going to see a, a pretty crazy run. Then that's what we would expect. Right. People not getting that fuel on that. Cause a lot of people depend on getting them a good amount of fuel on the bike so that they could run. And you're just not going to see it this year.
2: We may see yeah. some like phenomenal things, I think We're gonna see fireworks. And I <laughs> think we're going to see some of the fast runners just implode spectacularly. Yeah, I, I, I just <laughs> asked like 30, 35 K. Yeah! Wow! That earlier,
0: I did. I did come across that uh, the video, and that was it in the ninety ninety seven of the female finish of the crawling. Like you're just seeing these, the body just like breaking down at the end. It was just like I don't know. It, I just think these are crazy feats of feats of a uh, human human feats, I guess. Um,
2: yeah. Well, we have one of our female participants, Sarah True, who has passed out twice this year oh my God. in races. Yeah. So. so- I mean, she's impressive that she can bury herself like that, uh-huh, uh-huh. but passed out twice. Oh man. this so nuts. Um, I, I think we're, I don't necessarily think we're not, we're in for a Julie Dibbons where, you know, crawling and passing out within 200 meters of the line. But I think we're, I think we're, we're in a, this is a possibility. Unfortunately, I don't think this will favor Lucy Charles. Yeah. Um, uh, I and mean, we shall see, but I, so the swim, like I mentioned before, the swim could be a lot tougher than people are going to give it credit for, because if it's a lot of white, white caps, yeah, and a lot of chop top and that's harder to swim, swim in.
0: Yeah, I can, I can only imagine. I mean, on that, on that day, you're looking at a little bit of wind starting in a kona and you know, 10 miles per hour, but you tell us, I mean, it's, it's 10 miles per hour kind of on the surface. Is that a good amount enough to make a difference out there? Um, I feel like it would
2: have to be higher. Yeah. Well, it's going to depend on the weight and the current as well, but it should be fine for that as long as it's, um, not a ton of gusting. You know what I also did see is, um, they were, they were putting a bigger gap between, I think
0: age groupers and pros and even in, in between the pros. And they were putting some gaps in there because, um, they were running in pretty close and that's been something that's happened in the past that they've gotten a little bit closer. And so they've been doing that. Have you heard?
2: Yeah, so Lucy Charles and uh, – I forgot who the other superstar swimmer, female you um, They was. Lucy, remember, caught Lionel's group last year. I do remember oh, yeah. that now. Okay. So, I mean, they uh, they did a really good job of, of pulling the men back. So that kind of put them in the middle of the men for a while. Mm. Um, and so it gives them a little drag. It gives them a little drag. But, I mean, it's not that it, – I don't know if they really need to make that big of a separation, to be honest. Because those a lot of those guys who are who, where they could benefit from those guys are powerhouses on the bike, and they're gone. Yeah. So fast. I
0: mean, maybe so not so n- not so much in the middle of the group, but as you get towards the middle and the age groupers kind of start to mix in, this becomes like a peloton, which we we've heard like you know the talks. So that's kind of nuts if once that gets starts to get mixed up. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah. No, I think there needs to be a bigger gap between the pros and the age groupers. I think. Okay. Hmm. Men are living pros. You know, I don't think it's that big of a deal.
0: Yeah, and and I mean, heat is always a consideration um, in Hawaii. How it varies from when they're coming from the water on through um, onto the bike and coming back, of course, making that loop and coming back through like Energy Lab and coming back the other way. Uh, do you think it's going to be any different this year? It, it, does it seem like it's going to be even hotter? I mean, we've got more wind than we've had in the in the, in the past couple years, but is heat just going to be like the static thing? It's just going to be hot like it always is that you've heard. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the
2: favorite kicker uh, is what we talked about before. If you can't take in your fluids and your
0: yeah. and your food,
2: you know, you, you just overheat and then you you explode you know, with spectacular um, delight for the crowd.
0: Yeah. That's, absolutely. So we, that's something that we will watch out for there. All right, so I mean, we've we taken a look a little bit at Kona Odds. Um, we've got some predictions here. Um, I know there's some personal predictions here, but uh, let's start off with the with the men's side of things. Um, oh, by the way, Andrea, I don't think between the storm and the internet connection and their phone connection, I don't think she's going to be making it back. So looks like uh, the three of us are going to finish this up here for us. So um, from the pro, from the men's side, um, uh, there was a couple things up in the air, but there's some really strong horses. What are we thinking as far as? Um, who's going to be finishing or who, who are the people to watch, I guess, would
1: be the way to take this. Mitch, why don't you go first? So, 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 so as piece. I was, as I was looking through the top 10 here, right. And and maybe this is a little bit of an indictment on, on triathlon in general, but a lot of the top 10 men are just getting up there in age. I mean, they're, you know, they're in their upper half of their thirties. And I'm not saying that's old cause that would make me ancient, um, <laughs> So I, I think, one, I think, you know, that there's, there's a lot of age growing in there. I think uh, Ian's comments on some of these guys, maybe they're a little small for the wind. Um, but totally unrelated, I'm, a, I'm like a fourth Scottish and uh, really love the Scots. And so I'm going to go with David McNamee, oh. age 31, out of Scotland, who's been on the podium the last uh, two years. Yes, yes. And uh, just thinking, you know what? He's been there in the last two years. He's a pretty even across the disciplines, and uh, just a little bit of a flyer. So no one's talking about. Let's see if he can get it done.
0: I like that. I'm, I'm pulling him up on the stats here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to look at top fifty-five. I, I, maybe I'm spelling. What, what's his first name again? David. David There it So he's seated seated tenth. I like that. Yeah, yeah. Pretty. I like that. What what, what, are you, what, what
2: been, says you? Been what been says you, time. Ian? <laughs> Magni is always crappily seated, and yet
0: he's yeah, finished really well,
2: well the last couple of years. So yeah, he's like so. that. He's the bridesmaid that you know that everyone thinks has a great personality, but I think he he's uh, I think he's a strong and and I'll get to it when it comes. In, but I think he's a strong contender.
0: Yeah, 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 absolutely. So, and so what about from your
2: side, And what, what are you thinking
0: uh, to watch out for?
2: So I'm going to, I'm going to put out this. I'm going to say Bart they the Belgian.
1: <laughs> oh, I got, yep. I got it. And
2: I see an eighth, seated eighth. Okay. I got it. Yeah. Because he's Belgian and they know how to deal with the win. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, that boy. is one. Of the, I would say Braden Curry is going to be up there. He's a really strong runner, um, and again, he's from New Zealand, and they only have wind in New Zealand. Only wind. Uh, and and Frodo, Frodo, I give him because he's a hellacious biker, and I think he can deal with the wind as well. Um, that's my my podium.
0: That is strong. That is strong. So, um, so let's take a leap. Um, let's. Uh, I was... And I think MacNeil will probably be top five. So oh, very good, very good. i we're, we're getting messages here um from uh from Andrea. Um, she's saying likes um I don't know loves to see what oh no Brownlee could prove everyone okay Sa- he said, if Saunders can do with a better mindset than his showing and he was, and she's loving longie uh, for his run, um so longie for podium for her is so that way she's <laughs> yeah, I
2: just don't think long I think long he doesn't have his teammate to, to pull for him this year like he did last year. okay rights
0: yeah again. um.
2: So I think he's going to be out the back on this one. I think the winds are going to hammer him a little too much. Okay.
0: And so um, sliding on over to the women's side, um, Andrea's got, uh, let's see, she's got Reef, um, and then Charles for the chase. So yeah, that's kind of what we're expecting, right?
1: Yeah, I, yeah no, I think... I'm gonna, I'm gonna say Lucy's just gonna win it. I'm, ah. I'm gonna say they're gonna, I'm gonna say it's even at T2 based on a rough swim and Lucy's able to deal with it better. She wants it, yeah. And uh, it's gonna be a fight on the marathon. I may I say toss up at the end? That'd be that'd be fun if it get, if it came close onto that run, man.
0: I I would love to see that showdown. I don't know. It's just a machine machine versus I think, speed.
2: I think Ann Hogue has has a better shot on the on the run against Reef because she's also pretty hardcore. She's a fast runner. Uh, She's very fast. Um, I I think we're going to see something from uh, Heather Jackson. Okay. Okay. I see see something from her because she's a tough racer and um, she's done really well in Texas before when, with the wind and the heat. So I I think we're going to have some, some, some good showing out of her, but I still, I still think Reef's going to take it. Um, I, I mean, and, and here's why I say that. She's crushed everybody all year long. And yeah. the, the close race was like four minutes. Um, and that was she trained through an Ironman that she didn't have to do. Yeah, yeah. and it's, it's just going to cease. And barring anything else going
0: crazy and some of the things we talked about today with nutrition, um, if, if, if these top, you know, top athletes are trying to stay on top of that and can get what they have trained to do, I think it's going to be spectacular to see kind of how this all pans out, you know?
2: Yeah. I just think this is going to be probably the best race to watch in a couple of years. Look, watching Patrick Longate crush everybody the last couple of years in the run was amazing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but you didn't have Frodo there. You had a set. San- you had Lionel Sanders that last year who was, well, he was being crazy Lionel. Mm-hmm. Um, and he seems to have his head on his shoulders this, this year. That seems like uh, a- so, I think we're closer on him. I I just think he's, and he's even admitted. I think he's just not, not quite back yet. Yeah. uh, Fitness standpoint. Mm -hmm. Uh, So speaking of that, this is another one that I think we should watch. And I don't think he's going to make the podium this year, but I think he's going to set an up and coming, up and comer for next year. Mm -hmm. Cody Beals.
0: Cody Beals, yeah. Um, Male six uh, qualified six for Kona. There. Uh, Let's see where he's on a. Yeah, fourth. Yeah, fourth on as far as numbers looking eight oh nine. Good run, still seven minutes off um, Patrick Lange's time. But um, yeah, pretty good because he hasn't had he has, hasn't had a pro race. This would be his first Kona pro race then, right? As I understand yep. it. Um, yeah. Mm. Yeah. So definitely yeah, I think, up and coming.
2: And much to the chagrin of the Brits, I think Alistair Brownlee's going to blow up and walk the last five miles.
0: Oh man, that that's a big that's a big one there for sure. <laughs> All right, so yeah, so definitely if it's your if, if, if you have even uh, inkling of thinking about watching this, this is an amazing watch. You're talking 20 hours plus of coverage on the day of. So definitely find, um, you know, where that live stream is. We'll post a couple links there on our end. Um, we did cover a little bit of history today, kind of a couple of things as far as training that we're seeing that um, pros are doing differently. Um, a little bit about equipment, a uh, little touch on nutrition and kind of how the weather interacts with that and kind of what we think is going to happen. So we'll be on watching. We hope you guys are too. Um, it's going to be ex- an exciting um, weekend. Um, and if you're there, um, I'm sure it's just, it, it's just the energy has just been crazy from what I hear. So um, any, any last words about kind of, uh, the ons this week and the, um, uh, Kona, Kona's race this week. That's yeah. Be fun to watch. Yeah, absolutely. going to be fun to watch. All right. So that's us for today, um, us signing off. Thanks for joining us here in the Coach's Corner. Um, sorry, Miss Andrea, we'll have her back on the next show. Um, sometimes internet gets the best of us. If you like what you hear, and we, loved, we would love if you share this with your friends, and if you have a question, drop us a line at coaches at And don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram and online at www.endurancelab.fit. We'll see everyone on the next episode. Have a good week. All right, looking good i <laughs>